Hi guys, this is Drew Gretsch. Welcome to the very first episode ever of the Mandalorian podcast. Uh, this is a podcast that's, I mean, hopefully you guys li- listen to the trailer that I dropped on Wednesday. Um, but if you haven't, you guys can find it in the feed. Um, this should be the thing right, right, right before this, right above it, wherever it is. Uh, it's, a, it's an episode called Welcome to the Mandalorian, talking all about what we're going to do on this show. Uh, so, um, this is a show that's all about, uh, Star Wars TV, really, it's called, uh, The Mandalorian Podcast, but, um, you know, we're gonna be talking Mandalorian, mostly we're gonna be talking, uh, Star Wars Resistance, uh, be talking Clone Wars Season 7 in February, uh, Cassian Andor, uh, the Kenobi series, and, uh, definitely, we'll definitely be doing some stuff for the Rise of Skywalker, but, uh, yeah, so we're doing all that, uh, so yeah, um, this is an episode, first we're just gonna talk about some news, and then we'll move into the trailer that dropped at D23. Um, yeah, so, some news surrounding the Mandalorian, let's get to the news feed, just give me a second. Maybe I'll just start out with some some stuff about myself as we get ready. Um, I'm a podcaster. I am the host of both uh, Kid Commentaries and the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast. Um, you can find both of those shows wherever you are li- listening to this show right now. So wherever you are listening to this show, then... Um, then you can find, uh, then you can find my other two podcasts, Kid Commentaries and the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast, I'm both of those shows right now. Okay, um, well, um, I'm also a co-host on, uh, Nick Denenberg's podcast, The Average Binger, so you can also go find that right now on Spotify. I do not know if it's on iTunes yet. They just started. But that's a really great show, and I love the idea that Nick had and where he's going with it. It's great. Um, I'm on a couple episodes of that. We're doing an episode today. Uh, we're doing an episode of Woo Assassins, episode number two. Pretty good episode, so if you want to hear my thoughts on Woo Assassins episode two, go check over at uh, The Average Binger this weekend. I don't know if it'll be up today or tomorrow or Sunday or whatever, but it'll be up pretty soon. Alright, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about myself, really. Uh, that's kind of it. Uh, huge Star Wars fan. I've been a Star Wars fan for nine years. Nine years I've been a Star Wars fan. i a Star Wars fan since I was like five years old. So it's it's been great seeing these characters come back through the movies, the shows. Honestly... I I saw the original movie, A New Hope. Uh, I saw that one first. Uh, I, I liked that I was not immediately obsessed with it, as a lot of other people were. For me, it was the Clone Wars that really got me into into Star Wars. It was the Clone Wars that brought me in. Uh, I found it. And the first episode I ever saw was... Let's see if I can find what the episode title. It was an R2 and 3PO adventure. It was an R2 and 3PO adventure. It was in season 5, I think. 
I don't remember. Uh, I'll look it up on iTunes. It was the one when they go into a cave, I think. The one they went into a cave, maybe. I'm looking... For some reason, with the Clone Wars, I always think it's all whatever I'm looking for is always in season five. I don't know why. Might be in season four. Okay. Oh, I can't find this episode. Is it this one? It's. Yes, um, the first episode of the Clone Wars I ever saw was season four, episode five, Mercy Mission. Uh, after quakes de- devastate the planet, Aline, R2D2, and C3PO are sent along to assist as part of a Republic relief mission. When the native Alina's pleas go unheard, it becomes the droid's duty to embark in a surreal journey through Alien's subterranean world and save the planet. So yeah, that was the first episode of the Clone Wars I ever saw. That was really what got me into Star Wars and everything. Uh, yeah, so... It was really the Clone Wars, and I love Star Wars TV for that. Uh, I've seen every episode of the Clone Wars. I've seen every episode of Rebels. I've seen every episode of Resistance. Um, I'm planning on watching every episode of The Mandalorian. I'm just so excited for all of it. I'm excited for The Rise of Skywalker. Just seeing all these characters come back in the last few years. And I, I I know there are people out there who hate The Last Jedi and everything. And go out there and give The Rise of Skywalker a chance. It's go, If you hate The Last Jedi, it's going to retcon some stuff. This is not Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson has nothing to do with this movie. It's all J.J. Abrams. If you like The Force Awakens, I think you'll really like The Rise of Skywalker. I, I don't want to get into the stuff behind this too much. About solo, I'll, I might do an episode ju- just on, like in defense of solo, just because pe- people think solo is so bad, and it's it's not. Solo's a great movie. I love solo. And so just I, I I may in a couple weeks do a solo episode before Resistance season two drops. Um. So yeah, I'm, I may rename this podcast the. Uh, Star Wars TV podcast. I might do that. I don't know. Not for a while, though. I'm, I'm going to wait a bit. Alright. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Give the Rise of Skywalker a chance when it comes out. The, the main problem with why this trilogy. This is. The sequel tr- trilogy is not a trilogy. It is a series of three movies. That is not the same thing. They, the three films will, just from what we know with The Rise, with The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, they don't tell a whole story. Because there are things that J.J. started in The Force Awakens that Ryan Johnson just completely, like, threw away for The Last Jedi. And, you know, you can't do that. You can't do that. You gotta have people, I mean, that, George Lucas, he wrote all three movies of the original trilogy he wrote and directed all three movies of the prequel trilogy i think he should have just directed the prequel trilogy 
I'm not going to talk about the prequels either. I'll do an episode for all the movies, okay? I'll do that. So you guys can hear my thoughts on all of them. Okay. Let's just start talking about The Mandalorian, which I hope can really bring our fandom back together. We have a really toxic fandom right now, and I really want to fix that. And I do hope The Mandalorian can do this for us. Okay. (laughs) (coughs) Alright. So, Mandalorian. From comicbook.com, Star Wars The Mandalorian releases a new photo. Okay, let's see what this is all about. I hope this isn't just, like, a still from the teaser or anything. I hope this is, like, a really cool... Alright, so, let's see what this is. Oh, ooh, this is actually pretty cool from Entertainment Weekly, a first look. I'm gonna po- post this up on our Instagram. That's going up on our Instagram, guys, so go check out our Instagram right now. We got a, we got a pretty cool p- picture from Entertainment Weekly. I might be posting all of these pictures from Entertainment Weekly. What are we going to do? Alright. That's a really cool shot. For you guys that can't see the shot, just go look up um, Mandalorian Entertainment Weekly stuff. Alright. It is a picture of... um, Alright, let's see if I can find it. Alright, it's the Mandalorian. And then we've got... What's the character? What's the actress's name? I, I got it written down here somewhere. There. Uh, then we see uh, Gina Carano, her her character as Cara Dune, and uh, she is a former Rebel shock trooper, and she now works with uh, Pedro P- Pascal's uh, as, and he's playing the lead role of the Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal. Um. <coughs> um. And she also, uh, she also does the, uh, she also works with, um, uh, Carl Weathers' character, Grief Karga. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the picture. It's pretty cool. Let's go check that out right now. Alright, guys. Alright, so now we're going to move into, uh, the trailer. Let's talk about this trailer that dropped at D23. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about now. Actually, no, before we move on to the trailer, I do want to talk a bit about these two other pictures. I had to stop recording there for a second, guys. Sorry about that. Alright, so we got two other pictures um, from Entertainment Weekly. We got one with The Mandalorian... He's in a canyon, it looks like, and he is fighting off two Trandoshans. This is a badass shot, and I really like it. This is what I want from Mandalorian. I don't know if the... I know this could be, like, early in the series or something, but we don't really know yet. So, yeah, that's, that's one picture, and then here's the other one, um... Entertainment Weekly, um, which is Mandalorian and, um, Mandalorian and Cara Dune, um, looking like 
they're getting ready for a fight. They look like they're getting ready for a fight now. And yeah, they don't have their guns. Maybe they just broke out of prison or something. We don't really know, but this is another pretty cool shot. So, uh, yeah. So that's it for the pictures. Um, one last little thing about, uh, about, um, Taika Waititi's character. We just got a little bit from, uh, CBR is that he's like a child with a gun. It's kind of weird. Kind of a weird thing to say, but it's Taika Waititi. Alright, so he says, IG-11 is very innocent and naive and direct and doesn't know about sarcasm and doesn't know how to lie. It's like a child with a gun. Okay. I, I, okay, so that's sounds interesting. Uh, I mean, he's working with Mandalorian, so I want to see how that plays out. Alright, so... When we come back, we're gonna be talking a bit about this, bit about this, uh, this trailer that dropped. So get ready for it. All right, guys. So we are back, and now it is time to talk about the D twenty three trailer. If you've not yet seen the trailer, um. Then down in the show notes, description, whatever you want to call it, uh, which you can find, I'm just scrolling down, I think, or just clicking on the episode, uh, yeah, so you'll be finding it there, uh, click on the link that says Mandalorian trailer, uh, not the first link, it's the second link, the first link is linked to our website, um, and I'll talk more about that at the end of the show, uh, so yeah, click on there. Watch the Mandalorian trailer. This podcast should automatically pause. Uh, yeah, but just pause it anyway, and then you can go watch the trailer. So, right, I'm assuming you guys paused it. Um, so, yeah, we're going <coughs> to talk about this trailer now. All right. So, yeah. All right. Let me just get my notes in, o- in order. All right. So we open with a shot of some Stormtrooper helmets lying uh, in the sand. They look pretty old, but we do know that this takes place six years after Return of the Jedi and five years after the Battle of Jakku. So this this is a universe where the Empire's been gone for a while. Uh, The Mandalorian, uh, his foot, uh, steps down. And then we cut to see the Stormtrooper heads on sticks. This is kind of like what we saw in Return of the, of the Jedi with the Ewoks, but to, like, a larger extent. Um, so, yeah. And then there's Luke's film logo. Uh, then we see the Mandalorian's ship, which is called the Razor Crest. I really love that name. Um, we fly, uh, we see the Razor Crest flying over a forest planet, which could be Takadana. But we can then see this... Uh, playing again later on in the trailer. And then there's a shot of him walking in a junkyard, and it kind of looks like there's a, just to me at least, being, like, Rogue One's my favorite Star Wars movie, so, um, maybe there's, just, I, I, I don't know if I'm seeing things, or if you guys see it, but to the right, to the right of us, it, or to the right of the Mandalorian, it, does it seem like there's, like, the cockpit 
of or just like the main part of a U-wing. Am I crazy? I just go and check that out, and then just let let me know in an email to Mandalorian Podcast at Gmail dot com if I'm crazy or if you also see the Ewing. All right. Uh, then we see him in a bar putting some tokens down, putting some like he puts some tokens down and he picks some others up. Could this be? A gambling scene. I think we can come back to the bar later in the trailer. So this could just be like first part of that. Maybe he pisses off the wrong guy. Um. So yeah. Uh. We then see Carl Weathers, his character, as Grief Karga. We see Grief Karga there. Uh. Then there is a ship flying over some canyons on a desert planet. Uh. So yeah, that's cool. That could be Geonosis, maybe, but I don't think so. I don't think they go back to Geonosis. Not for a while. Um, we then see uh, the Mandalorian gearing up. Uh, he puts a gun in his in his holster. He attaches a grappling hook to his wrist, which reminds me a lot of uh, reminds me a lot of Django Fett. Uh, then he walks out of his ship onto a forest planet. Uh, and then we see Gina Carano as Cara Dune. Uh, so yeah, she's a, re- a former rebel shock trooper. I've already said that in the show. Uh, and she, uh, yeah, so then we see an alien who I think looks a bit like an Ugnaught. And he's riding on a dewback. And we saw them in the special edition of A New Hope. If you remember in the looks or droid scene. There's a storm. There's a stormtrooper in the background who's riding a dewback. Um, yeah. Then, uh, Natalia Tina's Twilight character, uh, Harry Potter fans, you know her. She played Nymphadora Tonks in the Harry Potter movies, and she was also in Game of Thrones. Um, was Pedro Pascal in Game of Thrones? Might be in Game of Thrones. Well, just let me check this real quick, guys. Because having we could uh, be getting two Game of Thrones actors in this show. All right, Pedro Pascal. Uh, I'm looking at his IMDb credits right now. Yep. Uh, he was in. He was in. Uh. He was in seven episodes back in 2014. He played Oberyn Martell. Yeah, so that's... So you get two Game of Thrones actors in The Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Alright, and so she... And so Natalia Tina, she comes on screen, she winks at a character. (coughs) And she's holding a knife. Um... I think she could be, like, maybe, like, a gangster or something. I don't really know. Uh, then there's a beautiful shot of the lone Mandalorian walking on a Tatooine-like planet. I think this is going to be towards the end of the series. Maybe in sort of, like, a final George Lucas-like shot where, like, we see the main character walking away and say, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So I think it could be like that. 
And it's just a beautiful shot. Um, it's so great. I'm so excited for this show. I, I'm so excited I started a podcast on it. Um, then, after that, there is a shot of a mother and a daughter hiding in a river. I think this could be, like, a flashback sequence to, um, this could be a flashback sequence to maybe, um, uh, to maybe the Mandalorian as a kid and his home world. We don't know if he lived on Mandalore or or even if he's a real Mandalorian. I think he, I think he's probably a real Mandalorian though. I don't think it's like Jango Fett. Because Jango Fett was not a Mandalorian. Jango Fett was, uh, we know from Star Wars The Clone Wars that he um, just found some ma- Mando armor and he put it on and he just went with that as armor. So yeah. I think that, I, I, I think that Pedro Pascal is a real Mandalorian I think he's one of the last of his kind, and maybe in season two or something we could find out there's another Mandalorian or something like that. Because uh, we know that we do know that John Favreau is already writing season two. <coughs> oh, sorry about that, guys. Um. All right. Uh, so I think that could be a flashback sequence. And then we see some Death Troopers lined up, and they're ready to fire. Death Troopers, we have not seen them since Rogue One. Uh, we saw the mother and maybe the little sister um, in the river. I think this could be maybe like the execution of the father. Sort of like uh, in the way that uh, Krennic approached... Galen at the beginning of Rogue One, we could maybe be seeing something like that. Uh, yeah. So in the Imperial, and even if it's not a flashback, even if this is in real time with the series, because I mean it still is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <coughs> um, the Imperial remnant was still out there, like in the outer rim like small worlds probably probably like the dad desert planet which we don't know yet but i really do think this could be tatooine or something um so yeah they were still out there even after the battle of jakku all right so um after that um hang on let me just get my notes ready Alright, and then uh, we see just a really great western shot of uh, the Mandalorian just standing down another guy. I don't Is that him in the background, or is that him holding the gun? I don't really know. I think... I'm gonna go with that it's him holding the gun. And I think the guy down there is about to get shot. Um... I really liked Solo being a Western. I think it was great as a Western. Um, Yeah, like, the promotional material really leaned into it being a Western. I really feel like the train heist sequence gave it the Western feel, and the third act on Savarine. (coughs) 
<coughs> that really did give it. That really helped do with that. I think Mandalorian's gonna be a full on Western though. All of it is just gonna feel like that. And I'm excited for that. I do really maybe we should get that in uh in Star Wars. So uh yeah. Alright, we then see Giancarlo Esposito. Um he's playing an Imperial officer. Uh and in the Star Wars Celebration Chicago trailer, he told the Death Troop Troopers to burn them out. I was at Celebration Chicago, even though I lived in Chicago. I was going on vacation that week. Uh, so I, I did not get to go. It's kind of sad, though. But, uh, yeah, so that's him. Um, and then we see a shot of a speeder um, with a guy on it avoiding a searchlight, what I think is I think this could be connected to that maybe we get like a little heist and maybe there's like a subplot in the season of him trying to hunt down this guy and then eventually he realizes that we got to take out the um, we got take out this imperial re- remnant type thing maybe each season be something like that uh so yeah uh, I think that's what this shot is of the ATST um, yeah, and then we see IG-11 and the Mandalorian entering a bar, I want to say. I do want to say, this is a cantina. Um, yeah, and he plays, um, he, pl- and, uh, IG-11 is played by, he's voiced by Taika Waititi, uh, well known as Korg. In Thor Ragnarok and Avengers Endgame, Korg's a big rock guy. So, Thor Ragnarok is is on Netflix. It's a really fun movie. Go watch that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, there are a lot of great duos in Star Wars. Han and Chewie, Pwn Finn, L3 and Lando, Cassie and K2, R2 and 3PO. Maybe IG-11. And, uh... And the Mandalorian could be another one. Uh, so something like that. I, I do hope we get that. And then we see a dog fight. I'm so excited for the dog fight. I love dog fights in Star Wars. Whenever I, I would play the Lego Star Wars game, I would always be excited for the dog fights. They're so much fun. And I'm really glad we get that. And you can see that in the Mandalorian. Um... So yeah, this is the front of the Razor Crest. Uh, see the front of the Razor Crest looks pretty cool. Uh, this is a ship. I mean, I've got a whole lot of the ships right, right behind me as I'm recording right now. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of ships. Uh, maybe I'll put put a little thing on Instagram of all my ships. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. Uh, I'm super excited to add the Razor Crest to my collection. Um, it'll be a fine addition to my collection, as uh, as General Grievous would say. Um, so yeah. Uh, then we see IG Eleven, the child with the gun. Uh, it's firing at some uh, other guys. Um. 
So yeah, he's kind of like IG88, the bounty hunter, we know. Uh, so yeah, he's kind of like that. I, I really hope that we get like some classic one-liners from IG11. I hope he's as funny and memorable as K2SO. <coughs> K2SO is one of the reasons I like Rogue One so much. Um, yeah. We get another standoff between the Mandalorian, and this time it's with some stormtroopers. Um, yeah, so I think that's really cool. Then we get a bar fight. Oh, I'm so excited for this bar fight. We see him just being up other people. I, I, I do think this is connected to the shot from earlier with him. Maybe not, like, immediately connected, but with him doing the game, maybe he cheats. I think this could be towards the beginning of the show. And then we'll just see a natural p- progression from the character week to week. Because Man- the Mandalorian is going week to week. Um, and I feel like the show can really benefit from that. It can grow an audience. <laughs> like, uh, there are some shows, like, Stranger Things is basically an eight-hour-long movie. Stranger Things has to be all dumped on Netflix all at once. Okay. Uh, but I feel like, um, but also with Stranger Things 3, uh, like, at work, you would have people who finished it, there are people who have one more episode, there are people who are halfway through it, and there are people who haven't started it yet. And with The Mandalorian, it's great that they go episode by episode. Sort of like what Game of Thrones did. It gave us a week to hate on each episode of season 8. And I don't want to... Please don't spam me with a whole bunch of Game of Thrones hate stuff. <coughs> People didn't like the last half of that back... Se- the last back half of season 8. I don't want to talk about Game of Thrones. I want to talk about Star Wars. That's why we're all here. Talk about Star Wars. To escape from the real world and talk Star Wars. That's what we're going to do today. Uh, great, uh, bar fight. So excited for this. Uh, yeah. Then he, um, he throws his grappling head and escaping guy, grabs him by the leg, pulls him back, and cuts him in half. This is a show that's gonna be a lot darker than what I thought it would be. I knew it would be gritty. You know that for like a year now. Uh, so, yeah. This is going to be a dark show. It's going to be great. Um, we're talking with you guys every Friday. We're not going to be doing... <coughs> I mean, the Disney Plus is going to drop on Tuesday. And so is the first episode. So I'll be doing this stuff probably on Fridays because I got school and everything. There are going to be some days where I'm out of town or something. So, in that case, I'll just do... I'll probably just drop two episodes in a day with that. But, I mean, I'll make some announcement on the Instagram account if I'm not going to be there. Or I'll, if it's like I'm if I go on vacation or something for New Year's. They're using the Mandalorian. We'll still be going by New, by New Year's. Um, 
we'll be getting, uh, I'll just be telling you guys on the last episode before we go off. So yeah, this is going to happen for that. Uh, this will be here every Friday with the episodes. And then in the final shot, or not the final shot in the trailer, is the Mandalorian puts, well, we don't know if it's Mandalorian, but people are putting others in carbonite. We don't know why. Uh, This could be a hut. Maybe Rada's all grown up, and now he's following in his daddy's footsteps. I would per- per- personally love to see Ra- for, to I would personally love to see Rod of the Hut again. That would be great. <coughs> um see him all grown up being um being kind of a slob cuz that you know that's what huts do. So maybe he's putting guys in carbonite. That's something that uh Mandalorian didn't have to stop have to solve this season. And then, uh, one of the last shots in the trailer is Werner Herzog's character. He's a crime lord with imperial sensibilities. And, um, he says, bounty hunting is, is a complicated profession. Don't, don't you agree? And the Mandalorian turns around to look at him. Uh, and I look at him, and he, uh, and he just walks away, and then we see our title card, The Mandalorian, uh, which starts streaming on November 12th. That's my breakdown for The Mandalorian trailer, and that is the first episode of The Mandalorian podcast, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, right now we are just on Anchor, um, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. But week by week, I'll be letting you guys know. Uh, I'll be letting you guys know. Um, you know what the other stuff is. I might be doing a trailer for. Maybe do an episode for the uh, Rise of Skywalker trailer. May, may, maybe I'll cover Resistance season two trailer. Uh, I'm going to start with Resistance Season 2. I'm not going to go back to Season 1 unless it's on Disney+. Plus. Over the summer, I might do that. I'm talking a lot of Clone Wars stuff. Um, yeah. I want to get through every... My goal for this podcast is to really talk about each and every episode of Star Wars television. <coughs> this is something I really want to do with the show. And Disney Plus is going to give us... a great way to do that. Not every week I'm going to be talking about um, you know, sort of resistance. Um, yeah. So that's the place where you can find us. Um, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Casts. Um, you can find us on Instagram at MandalorianPod. So go follow us there. You can find me on Instagram at DrewGrutch2028. Uh, I've got two other shows, Kid Commentaries and the Cinemacentric Podcast, so go check those out. Available wherever you are listening right now. Um, yeah, uh, um, 
go to our website, which is, there is a link for that down in the uh, show notes, description, whatever. Uh, from there, you can support the show with just a couple bucks. It really goes a long way in helping the show, guys. Or you can send in a voice message to make yourself heard. Send in a little feedback for the trailer or anything. Uh, you want to send in some feedback for um, anything. Uh, not have to make us hear your voice or let us hear your voice, I should say. You can send us an email to mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. That's mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so, we got, yeah, thank you for listening to the show. Subscribe. Tell all your friends about the Mandalorian podcast. Uh, I'm Drew Gretsch, and I'll see you next week. Bye.